Goodnight Youngblood, a podcast to help you sleep. Hey there, y'all. I'm just going to get right to it. This week, I done had to, I had to go and buy new sheets and put them on. Guess what? What happened is this. Okay, so I go to sleep. This is like, it's like early in the week. I go to go, go to sleep that night. In the uh, middle of the night, I toss and turn and feel like my foot done getting swallowed up in the blanket. And I'm flapping the blanket around trying to get my foot free. And guess what? Oh no, it ain't the sheet. It's the the little, the what the fitted sheet that they put on the bed had a big old tear in it. And I was like, oh no. But I was so, I was so tired because in the middle of me being asleep that I just said, oh, whatever. And I let it go. Now, let me tell you, I was just relieved because I had already bought these uh, nice, like, I get these uh, sheets, they purple. I got them because I was like, I'm like, oh, purple sheets. Anything I can get purple, I get it. So anyway, I get these sheets. And uh, the next day, I end up going to work and all that. And then uh, I get home. And I'm like, let me let me go and change these sheets. So I take all the pillows off the bed. I take the the little uh, comforter with it, whatnot. I take that off the bed, and uh, I go take these sheets off. Tell me why the fitted sheet that had torn on the bed that wasn't even the, the main tear. It was a, it was a big tear, but then at the bottom, I see uh, I see all the, the bottom looks all tore up, like it was shredded up. And I got scared. I was like, oh no, what was in that bed? Man, then it came to me. I was like, Cyrus, please tell me you did not sleep in this bed and let your your toenails done shredded up the bottom of the bed in your sleep. Like I like I had living hamsters on my feet, just tearing up the bottom of this bed. I got a little goblin feet, just shredding everything, their little shrapnel. And it was so embarrassing. I was like, oh, come on. But you know, I'm going to be honest about it. I'm going to tell y'all, it ain't my proudest moment, but, you know, it just made me think. Now that I, now I'm getting older, I'm like, I might have to start going to get my get my toenails done at the at the, the nail lady place. Have them uh, clip my nails, at least sand them down some. Shoot. If not, I might, I might end up having to go to a, to a mechanic garage, have them use one of them big old... Uh, Big old machines, buff your toenails out. <laughs> oh, but so that was that was the start of my week, and I was like, oh, that is that's not a good sign. But I got through it, and uh, I was just thinking, I was like, man, that is crazy. And I've been uh, it's cold here, and so I take I take my my dog, I take him outside, and uh, it gets it's snow on the ground, and as I mentioned before. He like getting nice. So you better believe every time we go outside, he just eating snow. Like the whole time we out. That's all he's focused on. Now, usually I pay attention. But I wasn't I wasn't paying attention this time. It's cause I wasn't it hasn't been super cold. It hasn't been super cold since since it's been winter. So I wasn't thinking about it. But man, I forgot. It got kind of cold out the other night. Man, 
he's out here eating the snow and I'm just sitting here rolling my eyes at him. And uh, we get ready to walk back in the, in the house and uh, he start crying. And I'm like, oh no, because he usually, he's a pretty quiet dog. You might've just heard him. He's walking around in the background. Yeah, he's walking around in the background, but uh, usually pretty quiet. He don't make a lot of barking noise or whatnot. But he started crying and scared me. I was like, oh no. And uh, I was like, oh no, it's so, and he's lifting his foot. And I was like, oh man, it's too cold for him to be out here. So I was like, oh, let's go get in the house. So I go try to lift him up and he's gonna try to bite me, growling at me, whatnot. And I'm like, man, I don't, and I didn't have any gloves. Cause usually I used to pick him up with gloves. Cause in that way, if he tried to bite me, just bite the glove. Well, I didn't have gloves. So I had to, I opened the door to the apartment. I'm like, and I get him to come in and then he come in and then he stand inside and it's warm in there. So he can stand there with his feet and then they warm up a little bit. So then I close the door behind him and me and him to stand the bottom of these steps. And I'm just like, you know, petting his head or whatnot. So we don't, so we know he's not alone. And uh, then uh, finally after a real while, I see he put his foot down and I asked him if he's all right. And he's kind of looking at me like scared. And I say, come on. I say, give it a go. And he go, run up that, run on those steps. I had to move where I record, so now he has access. So he's been visiting me. Come on, little bird. Come on. You almost like it. Ooh. So that was another exciting thing. And I was like, hmm, this week going crazy. Get on this blanket. There you go. He on the blanket now. But what me talking about, talking about this dog, it got me thinking, you know what? Let me tell y'all about the origin story of this little, little, little bear since he's going to be in this, uh, in this podcast. So what happened? First off, I was living in this house. And uh, these neighbor people, they had, uh, they had a bunch of dogs. They had, uh, they had them a German Shepherd, and they had them uh, a little uh, rat terrier. It was like black and white, had like little spots and stuff on it too. Then they had it real tiny. It was all wrinkly. It was real tiny. He was this little Chihuahua. He was always angry. I don't remember the, the other two dogs' name, but I do remember that the little Chihuahua, the angry one, his name was Brutus. What happened was, it was about around the time of my grandbaby's birthday, and a neighbor lady, like probably like a couple months before her birthday, she's like, oh, come on, we gotta come see these puppies. Cause a little uh, rat terrier, she got, got pregnant by this little, little Brutus fella, little chihuahua. And uh, so they end up having these little puppies, and there's only, there's a three of them in the, in the litter. She brings these little, Let's say it was tiny. They still hadn't even really, it wasn't done like fully weaned or whatever they call it. She goes, oh, you want to hold one? And she put one in my hand. It fit in my hand, whole thing, just in my hand. And uh, I'm holding it, still had its eyes closed. And it's like wiggling around. And then it licked my, it licked the palm of my hand. And this is all I said. I was like, how much? <laughs> oh, that's all it took. So I just licked my palm. I was like, oh, that. We're best friends. So she told me, I can't remember how much it was. I was like, let me get this for my little grandbaby. She ain't never had no dog with me. So I was like, let me, let me get this dog. So, cause I asked, I said, when are they going to be, be weaned off their mama? And she say, oh, it'll probably be around, uh, 
around this time. It was like a month or so, but it would have been like about a week before my baby birthday. So I'm like, okay, put the plan in motion. I didn't let my grandbaby know about this. So day of her birthday, we went out for, uh, went out for like, you know, Chuck E. Cheese place, running around, jumping tickets, and kids screaming, you know, headache place. And uh, we go there. And then we get home and I was like, that was a that was a pretty good, that was a pretty good birthday. And my grandbaby was like, yeah. And uh, and so I was like, I was like, oh, like she was watching TV. And uh, I sneak over real quick, next door neighbor, and get the puppy and everything. And then she gave me all the little blanket, and whatnot, and all this stuff. And uh, so then I come back over and I was like, oh no. I forgot to give you a present. She's like, what? And I say, this. And I walk in and I was like, look at him. It was a little puppy. And he was still tiny. He was super tiny. And she said, oh goodness. She get excited, she get quiet. And when she get excited, she get quiet because she don't know what to say. So she had this, uh, she had, I have a picture of, of the puppy who's asleep in, uh, in the blanket that I got. It started off a whole trend of him being uh, covering blankets. So I'm sitting there with it. And the puppy's asleep. I'm like, what you gonna name? She say, uh, Bert, or Lil Bert. I'm like, what? I'm like, why are you giving this dog that, a name like that? That just sound weird. Plus I'm like, my little grandbaby here the name Bert ever before in her life. I mean, aside from maybe Sesame Street, but that's about it. So I wasn't too happy with that. I was like, I need to have much cooler names. So she decides she wants that name, and I said, okay, but the only way we're gonna be able to do it is if uh, you name him after me. And he had my last name, and she said, okay. So she called him uh, Lilbert Jenkins. So I was like, oh, that, that's good. And then that was how he uh, got his name. Well, I don't, obviously I don't have my little grandbaby all the time, so we're just meeting this dog. And, uh, he had this little box he used to stay in the bottom of the bed. And uh, he'd always, even when he was little, he pulled my comforter all the way over his box while I was sleeping. And this this connects to the original story about my sheets getting messed up because the comforter I still have in my bed is also the comforter that, that this uh, puppy had. And like I said, he's going on being, uh, I think next year, next summer, he's going to be 10 years old. So... He was always pulling his blanket. I was like, man, this is a mess. Whining and whatnot. And we we get along or whatever. But man, that dog, everywhere I go, there he is. When he was little, what we do, uh, we moved away from that house probably uh, like a year, year or two later, maybe. And then what happened was uh, what we would do is we would let him go outside because we had a big backyard. It was fenced and everything. But it was shared the same fence with uh, with the neighbors where his, where his family stay. So all of you have like, you know, uh, the little dog Brutus and then uh, his mama. And then, then they still had, they still had one of the puppies from his same litter. And so it was his little sister. She was there and there's German Shepherd too. So it was like every time he got to go outside, it was like he got to see his whole family. He would always have like particular ways he'd greet everybody. Like he always walk up to the fence where his mama was 
and she just go and lick him all over his face and just stand there while she would clean his face off. And then he would walk up and his daddy, uh, Brutus, he would uh, he'd just growl at him, clue the friends, and then he would growl back, but then they would sniff each other and they'd just both stand there peeing on stuff. I'm like, you might not like each other, but y'all are exactly the same. So then his sister, now his sister, I say my dog is, is uh, gets angry. His sister was just mean. She'd just get angry. She was angry all the time. She'd go up there, he, he'd walk up to her, she'd just be growling. Then he'd be jumping around, you know, putting his butt up in the air and like, like he'd trying to play with her and whatnot, and like jumping around, running. And she would run up alongside the fence with him for a couple of times and she'd just start growling at him because she'd get mad. Then he liked the German Shepherd too. The German Shepherd was like his uncle, as well as said. And uh, they used to they used to play around and run and whatnot. So that was kind of fun. So all the time he got to go see his family. It was funny because then I got he looked he looked kind of like uh, like his daddy had all that loose wrinkly skin, but it looked like uh, my dog had the same skin, but he had the body to fill it out. <laughs> uh, that was also. At the time I got him, he like my mama, she would uh, she would have him, couldn't remember stuff quite as well, and she'd be uh, feeding him all day. She'd be like, "Oh, I forgot to feed you," and then she'd give him food. She'd be like, "Oh, I forgot to give you what? Give him food," and she'd do that every like every couple of hours or whatever. So this dog got fat, and uh, he's still kind of chubby, but he ain't fat like he was then. This is how fat he got. He couldn't even, y'all. Trust me when I tell you this. He couldn't even run. He couldn't even, like, he could, uh, he couldn't go up steps. Couldn't go up or down steps. So at night, you know, unless somebody brought him up, he couldn't, he couldn't just go up steps. Cause he was like, oh, I'm too big. Couldn't even jump. Like he couldn't jump on the couch or nothing. He was just like that big. Now, eventually I got to where he got to where like, I would carry him up. And then if I carried him up, then he'd be able to, he could run down the steps. So that's what we do. But every night he'd be in my room and he'd pull this, pull this comforter all down the floor and wrap himself in this blanket. I'm like, man, come on. I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. Be sleeping in the middle of winter. Be kind of chilly in the house. Go to sleep, get all warm and cozy under my blankets and whatnot. Wake up in the middle of the night, only have one sheet, whole comforter on, comforter on the floor. And I'm like, how's this tiny ass dog taking this whole big ass comforter? Because this is a king size comforter. I'm like, oh man, that was just, that was just the way he was. I was like, oh man, okay. But yeah, we do that. One thing he used to always, he still do it. He get, he don't like people being, uh, seeming like they're going to be rough with each other. In his, in his mind, it's like people, even people hugging each other is like being too rough. So you gotta be like, you gotta include him while you're doing it. So you gotta be hugging somebody if you want to quiet down and not bark, get all upset. You gotta pet him a little bit while you're doing it and he'll be fine. So, so yeah, like, and that was just the way it was. And then uh, this ain't the greatest part of the story. Like, but shortly after that, my mama passed and I was, really upset only person I really had you know with me all the time like I said I had my grandbaby every day um was was his dog you know so a lot of that time 
when you have that grief, you know, I never, I mean, I had people that, you know, offered to talk to me or whatnot. You know, sometimes it's hard to talk to people when you're in that, in that mindset of that grieving process. So what I would do, talk to the dog. Then I get a, I get a message. I think it was like a month or so later after my mama passed. And uh, this was uh, the neighbors, uh, one of the other neighbors who was, uh, she was related to the other neighbors. And she messaged me and she was like, oh no, bad news. And I was like, oh no, what? And uh, apparently the neighbors had went out of town and they had somebody that was uh, would go and like see the dogs or whatnot. But the person wasn't there. And while the person was gone, they had an electrical fire and all the animals unfortunately got hurt in the fire and him died and passed away. So I just realized, I'm like, oh my gosh, me and my, me and my dog are going through the same thing. It's like right around that time, that was right around the time my mom, my mama passed was around the time I moved. So on that day, I stopped seeing my mama. And then on that day, he stopped seeing his mama and his family. So I was like, oh man. Then come to find out they, they uh, passed away also. I was like, man, tell me, me and this dog, we was like, we were best friends. So we get all bonded up and close. And I had to like struggle through some time, uh, you know, with money and whatnot. And it was like, I have food, he had food. Now, most of the time, I wasn't eating dog food, let me say that. I wasn't eating, I was not eating dog food, y'all. But if I couldn't afford paying extra for dog food as well, I would just get more whatever I was getting for myself, and then we would just have to share it. So with me and him sharing food and whatnot, and man, both of us, we went from both, both of us being, uh, being chubby to being skinny. <laughs> oh. So just all of a sudden see a fat man and his dog, who's also fat, and then like about a year later, you look, you're like, look at that skinny man with that skinny ass dog. <laughs> but, you know, all through that, you know, we still, I still see my grandbaby and she come visit. She had to deal with that, me lose my mom and whatnot too. That was, I told her the story and like, we have made sure we pay attention to this dog. And I think, you know, part of me think maybe, maybe taking care of this dog and, and, uh, and you know, talking to him talking to him and petting him through his loss, you know, was kind of a way for us to deal with what happened with uh, losing my mama. So I was like, that's pretty cool. We went on from that and then we just, you know, we had, we still, we still around each other now, but I noticed me and him spent so much time together. He just right by my side. And then uh, if other people were in the house, he just kind of, kind of, walks the perimeter around me like he's guarding me. I'm like, man, I don't even know I don't even know one of these big dogs to guard me. I got this little ferocious one. But the funny thing is is uh, his uh, his other his other sister had uh, had been in uh, had gotten adopted or bought or whatever. The people that had her I was like asking him once because he was getting kind of like he was getting kind of wild. Like he was just really aggravated and by snapping at people. So I was like worried, and I was like I didn't know the place where I was at if I was gonna be able to keep him. So I messaged this other lady that had his other sister, 
you know, is his sister like that? Is she like wild or whatnot? She goes, she had a, she had a pot belly pig. And she said, I have to watch this dog all the time because she started hunting after this, uh, this pot belly pig off of the house and chasing it and uh, snapping on its back. Can you imagine that? A little tiny chihuahua was like he, uh, like he a tiger or a lion hunting down this, uh, this poor little pot belly pig just trying to sit down on laying up in a bed and got this dog going crazy trying to bite it in the back. Like, you better hold on and get some regular bacon. Mm. But yeah, we we have fun times, but man, I found out, when I found out his sister was like that, I was like, mm. I was like, I was like, I think all these dogs was crazy. Old family crazy. I remember his dad being all cranky. In fact, his, uh, his one sister who had passed, they, her name, because his name was Lil Bird, her name was, uh, was a little bit, and that stood for, you know, little, uh, short little B-I-T-C-H or whatnot. So, and that was right from, I was right when she was a puppy. So, yeah, he real concerned about whatever I'm saying, because he wanting to move around and be right in front of me. Probably know what I'm talking about. So, there's that. He's, uh, he's still doing good. We got him, uh, he has his friend now down the street. He, uh, he can go up down steps because he's getting healthy. And he technically can get on the, on the couch, but he don't even try to do it. What we do every year is uh, we celebrate his birthday. And what we do is uh, get, a little, get him a little bit, one of them little tiny mini uh, cupcakes. Little tiny cupcakes. We get a little bit of ice cream. And then we get... Uh, we get pizza too, because he likes pizza. So we get him all his little his favorite foods. And then uh, we put him on a little plate, let him eat it. This year I got him for his birthday, or his birthday, as I call it. I got him these little steps that he can uh, go jump up on the couch. Or he can climb them so we don't have to jump. I told you he had a problem jumping because he, I, don't, I think he doesn't know he can sometimes, but so I got him these steps. Man, tell me why this dog refuses to go up these steps. You just look at him. But he has his bed pulled right next to him so he can sleep next to these uh, these steps. I'm like, come on now. I'm like, you a mess. Like I say, you're going to be 10 years old. And I'm like, man, I want to get him a jacket. Can't put... One time I tried to get him a... Because when he was younger, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to get one of these dogs you can dress up. Because I thought that was funny. I tried putting... Uh, I put a harness on him. Man, just putting one of them harnesses on him, he would sat there not moving two hours, just growling, like under his breath, like just low growl. And every time I was like, okay, I'll take it off. And I go to reach, take it off. And he started snapping at me like, he's so angry at me for putting this, this harness on him, he's gonna try to bite me just from that. I'm like, okay. During Christmas, I was gonna buy him a coat and then I remember back how bad he was with that harness. I was like, mm, I don't want to get bit, get attacked, because I'm trying to make my dog look look fashionable. What? What is going on? So, and uh, he he was he was around cats. He gets too excited around other animals. He try to try to he gets all up in their face and try to like sniff on them. And one time when he was younger, my friend came to stay with me for a couple weeks, and he had this uh, this pit bull. 
tell me why my dog was looking on this on his pit bull face and like all looking in his mouth when a dog would yawn. I'm like, get out of it, leave that dog alone. Get out of his face. He just steady licking him in the face. Like, like oh jeez. Like this dog's gonna get mad and just crunch his head into nothing. My little grandbaby, what happened? She had a dog at her mama house. And he he little dog too. They say they say my dog might have a little bit of Jack Russell in him. Now uh, my little grandbaby, she had another dog that's kinda like that. And uh they was together for a little bit for a couple days. And there go my dog again, licking this other dog in the face, like nonstop. I'm like, man, I'm like, you you want to be friends, but you just one of them annoying friends. Like, you trying too hard. Like, calm down. Just hang out. Listen to some music. Just don't be licking people in the face and mouth. That's just good advice for everybody. He's fun. He make me laugh. He, uh, like I say, he always asks him for ice or whatnot and then get all excited and then Every time I get up, ooh, and I think I found, I might post this on the, I might post this on the, the episode. I found a picture that in the first episode I talked, first or second episode, I can't remember which, might have been the second episode. I talked about how, uh, how he, I gave him a piece of bread and then he fell in love with the bread for three days and would sleep with it and everything. Well, I found that picture. Now I'm going to. I'm going to try to find that picture and post it with this episode. This is ridiculous. Dog to sleep with a piece of bread. But that's that's pretty much his origin story. He he's a good boy, but uh but he do he do get up to up to some mischief. So, before I go, I'll let y'all know I uh, I appreciate y'all. If you like the show, go ahead and uh, recommend it to your friends, you know, send links to people you think might enjoy the show or just to your regular page to hey this guy's kind of weird and his stories help me fall asleep or his stories are funny but you know if they just help you fall asleep because I'd be rambling that's fine too and right now I'm kind of working on trying to build up a website so I can have other stuff for y'all and uh, as soon as that's ready I'll let y'all know but I just want to thank you for being with me and listen to me talk, tell these stories about my life and today about my dog. But y'all have a good night. Good night, young blood.